Hey, did you get the button? I don't know. It's hey. recording. Hey, how you? <laughs> I don't see the button. Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Season Ten, Episode Five of the Marvel Hacks. As we're going through uh, Brian Michael Bendis's House of M from two thousand and what six or something like this. Uh, it's Brian Michael Bendis, Olivia Capel, Townsend on the tracing or whatever. We've been through the first four issues. Now we are on the back four issues of the mainline title. We are not taking off on any of the side angle books, just kind of focusing on this. Um, it's been the Wolverine show if you've been with us for the first four episodes. Uh, it switches up a little bit now, but as a huge fan of the Matrix Hutch, you ought to be a big fan of these particular books uh, because this, is basic, this book is basically unplugging people from the Matrix. Basically, right. Yeah, there's... Yeah, there's <laughs> Yeah, there should be some. I'm pretty sure somebody must have paid some money to the Wachachowski uh, group. Yeah, yeah, that's what they should have done. So, yeah, so let's get the introductions out of the way. Uh, again, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube or whatever, thank you uh, for watching it on our YouTube channel. Uh, from, I guess, the middle, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. What's going on, people? I believe it's the Wachowski siblings now. I'm not sure what. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hutch. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. They'll, yeah. they'll send me a bill. No mission to them. On the bottom right of the screen, it's uh, Brother Beavis. What's going on, man? Still hey, what's... the X-Mansion, I see. Yeah, I was going um, to uh, put a new backdrop in, but like I was saying, I had to take a nap before this because I'm old. <laughs> so yeah, we are, man. I couldn't leave the mansion. Yeah, we're recording on a, you know, somewhat, I mean, late for us. Thursday night, but this is our usual recording time. It's just probably been a, a long, long week or whatever. And then, Hutch, you're, you're here already. You already jumped in, man. You had a, a big, I don't know, a, a Cachulo or whatever the hell that was. It's Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu. Yeah. Cthulhu. He's missing mm. the wing. I got we'll nothing. talk about that later. I guess. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, so, yeah, so we're just, um, hold on a second. I got a message from my wife over there. Hold on. Yeah, better not be podcasting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so we're going to go over House of M tonight. We're going to get a little bit of a COVID update. I guess things are relatively the same, depending upon wherever you are and wherever you live or whatever. Uh, we I think well, it's well the other Switch 19 for 5.0, the other thing yeah, is... Yeah, that's a whole, a whole different podcast or whatever. Uh, just, I mean, absolute ridiculousness that's going on in this country with the same thing that's been going on for the past 400 years. Um, so it is what it is in that regard, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't really watched anything. I'm back to work, been back to work for about a solid three weeks now uh, on the early record pre-record portion of this i have to be at work super early in the morning now so uh yeah i haven't watched anything in the last couple of weeks uh just being back to work brother beavis you watching anything you're still in work out of work uh hybrid model what's going on yeah i guess hybrid model in work but it's like it's nothing like nine to five it's like whenever i can get the shit in so yeah, I, I've seen a couple of things. I actually, um, I didn't sit down and watch a lot of this, but it was, there was it was on and I, and I saw some of it. The Good Place, which I really wanted to hate, but um, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Like, I wanted to hate Ted Danson. And, Ted Danson. But 
I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like, I don't necessarily need to sit down and watch the whole thing, but yeah, I, I, I started watching that. And then the other thing was I started watching Lovecraft Country, and I think it's it's funny because, like, I had no idea what it was, and the producer was texting everybody about, hey, y'all watch Lovecraft? Y'all watch Lovecraft? Y'all watch Lovecraft? Oh, shit, this is horror? I didn't watch it. Like, I was like, this man educates our youth right here. <laughs> Yes, uh, if you've been with us on any version of the podcast, you know I do not do horror at <laughs> all in any way, shape, or form, or whatever. We'll we'll come back to Lovecraft in a second. Uh, to take a quick twenty, I watched all of the Good Place, all four <laughs> seasons. It's amazing in and of itself. Uh, you you don't think that you're going to like it. I'm really not a fan of pretty much anybody on that show, um, but you know, Chidi and uh, Janet make it very worthwhile and watching or whatever, as well as the, uh, uh, the dude that liked the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it, it has its moments where it's just like, wow, this is pretty freaking brilliant. Um, so yeah, I would, it's only four seasons. It might be 40 episodes in those four seasons. I don't even think it's that many. It might be 32. So it might be worth the, uh, the dive in. Uh, Sandman, you watched anything recently the last couple of weeks? Yeah, the only thing I've uh, watching is uh, we were discussed it a little bit on the uh, text chain. Uh, high score, it's like the history of video games, mm-hmm. basically from like the very beginning up to like current, and um, um, pretty good. It's on Netflix. They do a lot of pretty good documentary type shows. So uh, I still haven't finished it. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. Not bad, mm-hmm. yeah. but that's been about it. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. Bad work. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, again, that you know, it's that type of season or whatever where, like, hey, you know, one of the reasons Brothers Comics was started to talk about comic books and talk about movies and pop culture or whatever. Um, there's none of that right now. Sorry, um, <laughs> it just has gone away with the COVID. It just doesn't exist anymore. You know, there are no movies. There's nothing like that. We did the DC Fandom, you know, podcast last weekend to go over all those trailers. You want to catch that out? It's on the YouTube channel and the, and the podcast or whatever pages. You can go check that out. But for the most part, it's just a wasteland in terms of pop culture. All right, so Hutch, you and Brother Beavis have watched Lovecraft Country. Uh, I guess it'll probably be on episode three, maybe or four coming up. Three. Yeah. So you know, let's give me the review here. You know, for the people that are interested in that or haven't watched it, or I mean, am I going to be you know under the covers watching this or from the closet? You'll, What's going on? you'll never watch it. Let's <laughs> 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 let's let's call it what it is. Damn. Uh, Brother Beavis, you want to lead off on this? Yeah, sure. Like um, the the one thing that I really wanted to say, like when after I watched it. Um, you know, you asked me before, like, what is it? What is it like? You know, to see these movies. We talked a lot about like the race and, and gender swapping in movies, and I think that's all bullshit. I mean, it's it doesn't add to anything. It's it's lip service in the most part. And you asked me like, what is it? What do you what do you see when you see these movies? And I'm like, I don't know. Everywhere I look, there's white people. I, I don't know. Anything about that. <laughs> but as I was watching this, it, it actually hit me like, wow. You know, this is like not my story. But what that means is like. I don't have all the context and maybe I don't recognize the song, but I actually have, it's more challenging and I actually have to engage in it. It makes me kind of, you know, more engaged as a viewer. And so my message to, uh, to people who are like pissed about, you know, black people actually having TV shows made for and by them. It's just like, 
Hey, look, if you feel like you everything you see is you've seen it all and you know what's coming, fucking have the time of your life. Here's some shit that you're not ready for. Sit down and enjoy it. So, you know, content of the show aside, that was the one thing that, that kind of hit me. And even if we, when we talk about like Watchmen, like, you know, there's a lot of similar themes and, and there's a, there's a very diverse cast in that, but it's still not really a black story. And this one is, um, and if you were curious as to why, you know, you could juxtapose this horror story on top of like the Jim Crow era. I mean, they, they present the racist cops in the same way they do the vampire dogs that are rolling around. So I'm enjoying it so far. Like, I don't know what I'm going to think of the series. Cause like Cthulhu is some, or some, you know, Lovecraft is some dark shit. It's not like save, save or, or die. It's like, no, you're all going to die. There is no, like, it's the end of the world. Everyone dies. It's all fucked up. So, you know, at one point I thought they were going to be like off in this sort of one area. Now it seems like they're going back. So I really have no idea what's going on, but it's definitely good. The performances are really good. And I think, you know, this is a, the, the, for the folks that are making it, the folks that are in it, I mean, I think it's great that they have the opportunity to do this. And I, I definitely want to watch it. Okay. Yeah. With Brother Reeves, before we started recording, he was like, hey, y'all held it out on a brother. Why, y'all ain't <laughs> telling me about Journey Smollett. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, we forgot. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's great, probably, too. Yeah, she's something else. Um, yeah, she's something else. Hutch Lovecraft Review. I'm, I'm for those who do not know, and maybe you do now. I am a big Lovecraft Cthulhu fan. I mm. really, I did know about that creation of the N word poem, but mm. I've been playing. But I've been playing Cthulhu games, and I mean, and I got a statue of Cthulhu. I'm I'm all in. So when I heard, and when you hear Lovecraft. You're like, there can only be one uh, Lovecraft. Mm. So I was watching it. Um, it's very, it's it's very strange to see this type of this move or this show with black actors in it. Uh, you y'all, when I when I was when I play it and when I think about playing it, um, I do play it myself usually or something like that. But to see a whole cast of black folks interacting in this particular time frame. Is kind of it's kind of wild. I can mm-hmm. remind me a little bit of Supernatural meets yeah cults and occultists and crazy monsters and it's kind of crazy. But mm-hmm. it's it, I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I you know some of the stuff that I read. You know, we were talking about you know, the kind of the context from it, you know, like a lot of people didn't know about like the incident in, you know, in Tulsa or whatever, when they watched Watchmen and like, until they heard about, you know, until they saw Watchmen or whatever, or people are learning about sundown towns, you know, you know, from watching this or whatever. And it's just like, um, well, yeah, that is a part of the black experience, you know, even in our area code from where we grew up, you know, there were portions of towns or whatever that we knew, for sure, we could not be there when that sun went down. You know, definitely get the hell out of that particular place before that happened. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I think in that context, I know, like what Brother Beavis is saying, like, hey, you know what? These are things that you can learn about if you choose to learn about it. You know, I think a lot of people just focus on, you know, the the, the racist stuff, I guess, or the or that particular part of the story or that particular or the Lovecraft dude or whoever wrote it or whatever. I think people get lost sometime in the details and forget, you know, there's actually important, an important story being told underneath uh, their vampires, dragons, whatever the 
hell are in there, I, I have no idea. And again, I don't do uh, horror. So. Mostly uh, demons and occultists yeah. and, and, and uh, yeah. mirrors into other worlds. There are. Yeah. I, alternate realities. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the last time I watched, I watched some horror movie because I really liked the a lady that was in it, like Connie Britton, you know, the redhead from uh, Friday Night Lights. You know, everybody knew Connie Britton. Yes. Uh, I watched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a mistake. Just FYI. <laughs> do, you have, do you have to put the, get the hurricane shutters out and put them on the bedroom door? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it was bad. That's like, ooh, so Connie Britton. You know what? I can sit through this. Oh, damn. That was a mistake. Who, who was who was the woman in Scream that was not Drew Barrymore that came, that had the big flashing lights? And I'm uh, not talking Rose, about That's Rose McGowan. Yeah, dude. I'm about to say her, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that yeah. part, that made, that's the best part of that, of Scream. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I. I saw that. I mean, I was on a date. I saw that in the movie theater, if you can believe really? it. I saw Scream in the movie theater. Yeah, it's the, two parts of that story that are one that y'all will find interesting and the other one that you'll find like, well, that's pretty typical. One, I went to the movie theater or whatever. I'm on a date and I was in education at the time and some kids was like, hey, you know, uh, can you sneak us into the movies? Because it was radar. I was like, um, no. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> that's probably a bad idea. How the hell were you supposed to do that? <laughs> yeah, it's probably a bad pocket. idea for my. No, like buying the tickets or whatever. You know, that's probably a bad idea for my career. Two, yeah, the living bejesus out of me, and I slept with the lights on for weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't watch this show. Probably. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I told, I told him that. Yeah, you shouldn't watch the show, even it's though the girl is worth watching. Don't I'm watch the show. Yeah. I'm much older now, and that still, I can't. That's no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't handle the truth or Damn. the Cthulhu. Mm. Oh. Damn. Damn. Jeez. All right. You still owe me for Halloween and something yeah, else. That might too. <laughs> yeah. And the Bengals win the Super Bowl. I'll watch it. All um, right. Oh, you're gonna be long yeah. waiting a long right. time, brother. Okay. I'll be cross four by then. All right. Well, so let's get it, right actually. If the rest of the league bans the season, you know Mike Brown will still play. He'll field the team and take 16 forfeits and walk to the season. <laughs> we'll still lose. Yeah. Oh, Don't get me started. Oh, yeah. a, a slight off-topic there. I'm sure his health was in palpitations today when he saw Joe Burrow's tweet about, look, man, we got to support these black people. Hate him on Friday. He fired the scouting department. Like, Y'all need to find out about this stuff. <laughs> I knew we should have drafted two of them. Uh, so. Andy Dalton never did this. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. hilarious. Uh, all right. Yeah. So back to these damn books. So, again, uh, uh, kind of uh, inside baseball thing, you know, we've been off this for about three weeks. Again, part of it been because of my schedule, that's for sure. A part of it we've talked about before. Like, when we get into a book and it's just like, Man, it really takes away from our ability, our want to do this, you know. And it's not like you know, like oh, we kind of hate the books and we love like getting together to talk shit about the books. That's not the issue. It's just you know, like jumping into them sometimes because they're not necessarily really good. Man, it just becomes like something to do. This book or this series has been 
it's not terrible, you know, whatever, but it's not great either. It's not a page turner that you're like, oh, I can't wait to see the next book come out. So we're going to get into this book. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be really like after the first couple of pages, it's really just a, like a roll call of unplugging people from the matrix. Like, I mean, that's kind of as I was going through it the second time. Oh, this is what we are. So if you're watching along on YouTube or whatever, you'll be able to see the pages as we go through. If not, just, you know, hang on. So if I can get this to go, we open up in Herman's head. Uh, it's Layla, Brother Beavis. Uh, she's this unknown mutant. Do we still know what these numbers are on her shirt, y'all? 4644. It's got to be some, I don't know, is it a metronome? Or I, I don't really know what's going on. We just assume it had something to do with weed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we open Might up in her head. Yeah, we might have been in the classroom in, one of them. Yeah, had a we open up or in Layla's yeah. brain as uh, Emma Frost has projected that out for her, and you know is trying to figure out what's going on. How does she have this particular power to be able to unplug people from the Matrix? Anybody? I looking at this right now. Did anybody get a kind of a like on the close up there a little bit of Rob Liefeld on Layla there? You mean like Rob Liefeld art like situation? Um, as in, as in bad. No, well, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. Like just on the close up, we don't like not looking at her feet or her chest, but like looking at her face, like in that one like panel there. I was like, man, that that's Liefeldian or whatever. But you know, it, mm. yeah, it's maybe some resemblance, a little. Our yeah. colors are very yeah. When we can, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I didn't get so, one. Yeah, quite uh, bad. I, I have done some internet research. And, okay, go ahead. Uh, it's uh, it, you're you're gonna feel like you probably ought to known this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it appears to have been Nelson Mandela's prison number. Uh, okay. he was the 466 prisoner to arrive in 1964. So his prison okay. number was 46664. I definitely uh, did not know that. Right. Wow. Okay. Okay. So is there going to is there going to be some moment? Um where she gets out and frees people. Is that what this is? So she's freeing people from the apartheid of House of M? Is this what the the connection the, is? The, the parable? I, would, the, I don't the think parable. so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's cool knowledge, though. I remember yeah, that. Is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's that's deep digging, bro. That's, yeah, uh, that's no idea. I, I just... You know, I mean, I'll talk about this later with one of the other characters, and you'll probably be able to figure it out. But, like, this is this Bendis' thing, like, where he probably tried to be putting something in there where he's, you know, kind of the cleverest person in the room. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. Emma's outfit is cosplay spectacular, y'all. Um, I have that's no complaints. Actually, that's actually too much clothing for cosplay. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> that, that's her winter wardrobe. Right, right. That's, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's PG-13. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Not, well, actually, G. I kind of had this thought, and this was made in, like, what, 2005, 2006, or whenever this was made. Like, does Brian Michael Bendis really think, like, girls dress like that? Um, <laughs> They're... <laughs> this is before the, the Me Too movement and all their various other things. They this know what like, motivates... Uh, young men to buy these uh, things. Man, that's a child, mm. first off. And then secondly, it's very much, um, what's that? Who was that? 
Oh God, what was that girl? What is this Avril Lavigne? You know, this is skater uh, boy or whatever. Is this that time frame? Would that would been when Avril Lavigne was like popular? You know, you're asking. You're on the wrong podcast, brother. Sure, <laughs> I, I I know. I, I know. Of course, I know. Hey, this. I don't know. Nice, I realize what I had to forget to pull Avril Lavigne out of my tail feather. Come on, man. That was rough. <laughs> Yeah, we're, yeah, you're you're wrong one, wrong for me. Yeah, mm. yeah. So Emma calls her a, a conundrum, you know, like she can't figure out like what she is or what is about her that makes her special, and though we don't really know what that is, and you know, I I think the assumption is she's a mutant, y'all. Would y'all say that that's fair, or she's just an anomaly? She's both. Uh, yeah, yeah. She would have to be a mutant, wouldn't she? I mean, they didn't say she just came. These powers just kind of developed on their own. So, yeah. right. She, didn't, she wasn't yes, involved in any accident. Going with them or something. Or I'm yeah. wondering if this is going to be one of those situations where at the end they're like, oh, oh, by the way, this is some like big reveal or whatever. But to, you know, does Layla have any version of a life out inside the Marvel universe now? Like, is this just like a one-off character that they One and done, bro. this? It, it very much feels that way. Like I haven't read it, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, well that's Layla from house of M. Except, you know, at some time in the future, there'll be a whole new crossover. That's all. About yeah, right. There, there yeah. will be. Yeah. She'll, back yeah. up. she'll be true. this. Right, somebody will say, "Oh, this most powerful mutant ever is coming back, or something," and they'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, God. from that shit from twenty years ago." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's just weird. Like uh, another know. Hope Summers. Oh, great, uh, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, the rest of the book is just an unplug from the Matrix for pretty much everybody. Um, so first up, I, I put that down as BBB, uh, Brother Beavis's boy. Uh, James Marsden, uh, actually, is what is. <laughs> I mean, it's Cyclops. Excuse me, it's Cyclops, y'all, coming back from work. Uh, he's about to get unplugged from the Matrix. Uh, th- that's James Marsden, right? Like that's from the move. That's from the X Men movies, correct? That version of Cyclops. His face is wide. Other, other than that, it might be him. I'm not sure. The way he draws yeah, he- him is kind of. Different. Here's where I see the Liefeldian element uh, in this in this drawing. I don't know. James Marsden's pretty pretty vanilla. I don't know if I'd ever look at him and say, "Oh, that's him." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we've run the MCU movies about making the comic book characters into like the uh, the movie characters, or whatever. So I was just looking at this. And I was like, "Oh, it looks like they maybe used that design." So he's home. Hi, honey. Hi, bub. And she uses her shining power on him. And, you know, Cyclops has a moment, you know, where he... But first off, my other note in here says, why is he wearing the ruby cord glasses if he's in this alternative world? You can't tell me that his freaking uh, dream or power or his, like, oh, his, you know, allegedly they gave them everything they want. You can't tell me this fool didn't have LASIK in this world, that he didn't have to wear these damn glasses. <laughs> maybe maybe the Scarlet Witch was just like, oh, I had no idea. That's stupid. I thought you just like wearing glasses. I would I could have hooked you up, but I didn't know. 
Yeah. One of those little continuity things, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, well, if we don't put these Ruby Quartz glasses on him, we won't know it's Cyclops. We won't know who he is. He'll just be a white guy. We, we, yeah. <laughs> just random dude. Uh, yeah. My, my note says, uh, Layla puts a root on Cyclops and he can't leave the house no more. Um, so he breaks down. He feels like he's going to puke. My God, he's going to puke. And he does, just like in the Matrix. Yeah, and, you know, he gives it up, and we, you know, we move on. You know, I mean, I guess it's okay introductory scene to get us into where we're going. I want this change to the next page. Eh, always with the, th- the problems here. Um, so, so he comes out of it, it's like, um, you know, how did this happen? You know, how did, where's Xavier or whatever? You know, Logan's like, we don't know. You know, we have no idea where Charles is, you know, and we know this is the, you know, the key to the story. It was like, well, you know, what we have is this little girl who can unlock people and unplug them from the matrix. And so Cyclops is like, all right, well, let's go get them. Let's go create the team or get the team or do whatever. So, all right. So that, that's basically where we are. If we can get to the next page. All right. So first up, and I said to y'all that we do have to talk about this. First up is Peter Parker, AKA Spider-Man. Allegedly. Allegedly, we have to be told that. Yeah, allegedly, aka Peter Parker, Spider Man. Okay, Hutch. Um, first off, it it could be inking, it could be (laughs) did or whatever. But when you see that picture, do you think that it's Peter Parker? No, I do not think that is Peter Parker in any variation, any clone, any whatever that I've seen over the last. Six decades. Okay. So, yeah, that part, one. Two, look at that cut. <laughs> I mean, that, that is the fresh. I mean, he, Peter Parker has definitely gone to Brooklyn or the Bronx. Uh, Beds. Jersey Shore or something. Yeah, and, got, and gotten this haircut, <laughs> like, for sure. I mean, the part, mm-hmm. the edging. I mean, I, what in the world, man? I'm like, Pete is Super fresh. He's got the earring in. This version of him, I think, is a, he's a like a, you know, everybody knows who he is. He's a, you know, a star or whatever. So I guess he just yeah. came out the house looking like whatever. But uh, this is definitely a different look for uh, Peter Parker, Sam, man. Yeah, and one I don't really care for. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, the, like, just like I just said, this is the first time in how old is this character? Over 50 years old? Um, I have never 60 good grief um, I have never seen Peter Parker with a <laughs> with a, a fresh shade with a fresh, I mean the with a part fresh cut. I mean yeah. come on man this is a, yeah that is a very ethnic ethnic uh, haircut yeah. right now <laughs> Just put, it, put it that way oh, I, just, I just when the first time I saw it I was like Peter who yeah <laughs> I didn't catch it at all. Uh, so he's out on the stroll with his family, and everybody's alive. So if Scarlet Witch is giving people what their wish is, his May is alive, uh, Ben is alive, he's married to Stacy. That says a lot about whatever about his relationship with Mary Jane. He's got apparently Annie. he always wanted that haircut. Apparently, <laughs> 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 he wanted to look fresh all the time, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just be free from this shaggy hair. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and being Maybe nervous. Flash Thompson is only beating my ass because of this. If I had a fresh cut. Um, him and Flash Thompson might be having a little thing going on, actually. Yeah, you know, you know what? Yeah. See, see, lines <laughs> stepped over. Okay, that's all that is. I, you see lines, I see new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the other bit that I like. There's a couple of bits I got on this. One when they're like, "Hey, you know, his family's like, uh, standing there, like, hey, daddy, funny." And I think what's his kid's name? His name is Richard. Is that his? Was that his dad's name, Richard Parker? I believe right. so. Yeah, yes. I think so. Mary and Richard. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's his dad's name. All right. So he's got his whole family. His kids named after his dad. Um, but then when he faces off against the heroes or whatever. Like, there's that wide shot with everybody standing there, like, looking over his shoulder or whatever. Okay, the two dudes on the left and then the dude on the right next to Cloak. One, who the hell are they? And two, they have zero dialogue in this entire-ass book. So who's on the left? Well, I don't know who's who because they all look the same to me. Uh, But remember, there's Danny Rand and Mark Yeah, one of them is Iron Fist. Okay. Okay. Hawkeye is there, so who the hell is these, are these two? Mark Spector is to one. Do? Moon Knight is one of the other ones. Moon Knight, that's right. They could um, find their costumes? Well, they don't have powers. Right, they're oh. humans. Yeah. Oh, okay. they're, no, they're sapiens. Uh-oh. Sapiens. Hey, uh, tomato, <laughs> tomato. Sure, sapiens. Well. Dave sapiens. That's what they say in the book. Yeah, sapiens. that's funny. I I I I I want to go back for a second before we get Peter unplugged from the Matrix. When we saw Cyclops coming back from his uh, job or whatever before he gets unplugged, what kind of job y'all think Cyclops would have in this wonderful <laughs> different war- <laughs> world? Um, like seriously, he had a briefcase and he was in a suit and a tie. Like, what kind of job you know you think Scott Summers in a magical world where he didn't you know have to be burdened down with being a mutant or whatever? What kind of job you think he like headed towards? Leader of the X Men, uh, <laughs> only thing he's ever done. Ain't he like, wouldn't he be like a teacher, engineer type person? Yeah, I think they always talk about like his knowledge of math and angles and all. Right, that right. So. His geometry knowledge. <laughs> maybe, so man, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Damn, right, he's probably Cyclops. a pilot on the, on the weekends. Yeah, Professor Cyclops. <laughs> I believe he was a DJ or something. Not a DJ, but a, a radio <laughs> announcer. And the, the old, old X-Men in the single oh digits God. and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it made no sense then. It doesn't make sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cyclops, let that beat drop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my other question about it, I skipped over because I couldn't get, you know, the pages weren't working. It's a strong possibility that this Cyclops is MAGA. You know, like definitely, Come on, probably, probably that version of Cyclops, probably MAGA. I think. Um, he probably sure. <laughs> he likes red. We know that. Yeah, mm. just a guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, His I'm Ruby not. Quartz MAGA hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make mirror. Make America root be courts again. All right. Um, so uh, Peter gets unplugged. We can skip the page here. Oh, that slows. Such a delay. Peter gets unplugged, um, and he has essentially the same reaction that uh, 
Cyclops does, except he runs off completely. Uh, uh, the White Queen has to send off his family or whatever, like, you know, get the hell out of here or whatever. But Peter's crying like a punk. And the funny thing is, is that, like, as it goes through all of these things in there about his life as Peter Parker, and you get to see, like, all of his greatest hits, essentially, of the life that he had, not in the life that he currently has. So, you know, you get a chance to see all of his folks there. His pretty much all of his rogues, really. Um, his greatest villain, Mary Jane, appears in there a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> Some great artwork here, by the way. Uh, I, I, I kind of like all of that stuff. It looks pretty good. Nothing major. Uh, and then he gets a chance to see where he killed uh, Gwen Stacy, because he yeah. did. He gets um, the second yeah. flashback. Yeah. <laughs> he did that shit. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Wow. Yeah. He did. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's just the well, game. You know, well, she would have hit the sidewalk if he hadn't, but, you know. Well, but still. What gonna do? Well, well, at least he would have known at that point that he didn't do it. Um, I don't mean, so, apologist. <laughs> we all can't be here. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> man. No one takes more L's than Spider-Man. I defy yes. you to find somebody. More. Wait a Batman? Wow. Batman. He's rich. He's rich. He's you don't rich. You can throw money at problems. That's uh, a big deal. Cow or Superman? He lost the whole planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's a god. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> so, um, my emotions is Peter, basically. Uh, he just... He's really struggling here. And they're like, well, who's going to go talk to him? And, of course, you know, bet, noted best friend of, Wolver, of, of Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. worst possible one <laughs> to go and do it. Noted counselor, <laughs> consoler of uh, people's feelings. <laughs> Logan in to go talk your, to him. Your local maniac. Yeah. I mean, and again, I guess it makes sense because they're both new Avengers at this point, I guess, if you want to do that or whatever. But, um, yeah, there's a little flashback thing there, too. Okay, I mean, and, and do the math for me because I didn't think that this was a thing. They're like, um, you know, after she runs off, they're like, man, who was that? They send off Gwen Stacy. Who was that lady? Uh, and, and Luke Cage is like, Gwen Stacy. She died, you know, a few years ago. Was Luke Cage even a character when Gwen Stacy died? No. Was not that early 70s when she died? Late late 60s, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't know that she was an actual been. I didn't think she was an actual character about the time when Luke Cage was developed as a character in and of himself. And his hair Luke Cage was like mid seventies, right? Well like that's any yeah. Maybe the early seventies. Around yeah. maybe around yeah. shaft and all that stuff, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's the exploitation. There you yeah. go. Was it, My, I know that's, uh, I'm guessing because I was only a wee lad. But no sure. wee lad. Yeah. This mm. other thing that bothers me, and this happened when we reviewed Civil War too also written by Bendis, where you have, like, all of these supporting characters, literally, literally just supporting characters. They're just standing there. They don't say anything. They don't do anything. They don't fight nobody. They don't smack nobody. They don't do anything. They're just standing there. That's just annoying to me. Like, and I'm pretty sure Olivia Capel did uh, uh, Civil War as well. Like, they're like, they're wallpaper. There's, you yeah. know, it, they yeah. blend in. They give It's better than just a big white room. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything for the story to just have them standing there. Like, if that's all they're going to be, I mean, you know. You, hey, we, we just went over, like, who is that? Moon Knight? You know. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, 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 you're proving a point. Give you a gallery of, of bones. Yeah. 
<laughs> but also, well, I mean, it's not, I mean, his name is Mud on this, in these particular parts, but it's like the old Bill Cosby joke about, like, hey, you need somebody to sit on that bench so it don't fly away. So, <laughs> hey, all right, Moon Knight and whoever, just <laughs> make sure that nothing else happens. <laughs> yeah, let's get Come some D listers in here. Back, yeah. Mark Spector, you will have a movie in 18 years. Yeah, they're trying to make one now. Yeah, yeah, 18 years. Yeah. Well. And I wasn't his. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Peter yeah. gets all upset. He's like, you know what? I'm going to kill him. When I'm going to kill Magneto, I'm going to kill his sister. You know, I'm going to kill his whole family. You know, uh, that's it. Like, I'm done. How did he do this to me? Boo, hoo, hoo. And, I mean, again, like, I guess I could totally understand this or whatever thing. It's just hard to take him seriously with this Eminem haircut. I just, mm-hmm. I just, like, it's just... <laughs> I mean, it's the um, real, it's the real Slim Shady Parker, dude. Yeah, um, sure. Get emotional. Your world is not real. Let's go kill Magneto. Um, you got, I think you got a incredible strength, and he has an unearthly force field. <laughs> get, <go> get <laughs> it always comes back to the Marvel game. Oh, I think it's Shift X, but what? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. yeah, good luck. Yeah, it's it's just weird. I mean, again, you could understand, I guess, the level of emotion there, but it just seemed kind of like you know, like oh, this this book oftentimes feels like, hey, we got only four more issues, we got to start to wrap this shit up. So it was like, hey, let's get everybody back on the team or whatever, instead of you know, kind of laying this out and you know, in essentially three pages, like, hey, Peter Parker went from beloved superhero of New York. To you know, back to his old self and crying on a roof or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so we go over this whole thing here, and all right, so we're gonna play a game called MAGA or not MAGA uh, <laughs> as we go through the people that get unplugged here from the matrix, since they're not they're not um important enough to actually get dialogue in these particular situations. They just get Layla staring green eyes at them. So we're going to play this game. So the roll call, Kitty Pride in Cincinnati, Ohio, by the way. Kitty Pride, mm. not MAGA. Uh, Sammy. I guess I got to say not MAGA, I guess. Mm. Although Cincinnati is a very MAGA town. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Beavis. Yeah, I was thinking along the same lines. She yeah, she might have MAGA. a red hat. Or she's at least dating a dude that's MAGA. Oh, she <laughs> she's married, and she also married uh, Star-Lord, who was definitely MAGA. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hush, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hush MAGA or not MAGA. Kitty she's Pride. a member of the, of the whatever, the teacher association. She's not MAGA. Ah, you know what? That's a good point. If she's an educator, she's probably <laughs> pro-union. She's probably not MAGA. <laughs> Well done. All right. Dr. Stephen yeah. Strange, MAGA or not MAGA? Hutch. Oh. Uh, duh. He is mo- he's, he's probably at the convention right now. <laughs> Brother Beavis. No, he's educated. He can't be. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, mm, I don't yeah, know. that's PSA. Oh, good yeah. one. Say uh, I'm gonna have to split it here. Before before the the magic, definitely MAGA. After the magic, <laughs> yeah, not so much MAGA. Yeah, <laughs> political office. Yeah, yeah he's seen yeah. too much. Like he's, you know, he's still a Republican, yeah. but he's not voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, it showed him too much. 
All right. Uh, Captain Marvel. Man. I'm going to go first. She's military. It's a strong possibility. Oh, yeah. That's right. Red Sash. Red uh, Sash. A hutch. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers. She, wait a minute. She was the most popular superhero ever. So she's she was going to Hollywood. She's non MAGA. No. Brother Beavis. Mm. She's got the red sash. She was the cop in so the new Civil War. She's MAGA. That's yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Sandman. I got many military friends, as you could imagine. That half of MAGA. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. All right. Tony Stark. Hutch? He's maggot. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Brother Beavis? Yeah, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's rich, so. Yeah, he's got that. <laughs> I need their tax cut. <laughs> yeah. <Same> man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just skip this one. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Come All right. <laughs> A Seahawk and Daredevil, or Matt Murdock and uh, – what Jennifer? What's her name? Walters. Walters. Yeah, Jennifer Walters. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Daredevil is Matt Murdock is probably not MAGA, probably not. But Daredevil is definitely MAGA. That makes any sense. Huh? Matt Murdock probably. But Daredevil is definitely for sure beating the hell out of some arrogance. He's definitely MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hunch, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Matt Murdock is as liberal and non mag as possible. Yeah. Brother Beavis. I agree. <laughs> Sad man. He works for free. Yeah, yeah I understood. <laughs> Pro bono. Yeah, yeah, that alone ought to tell you. Yeah, he, he ain't no mag. Yeah. All right. All Annie, right. Annie, Annie Banks, nurses. Man, what's that got to do with anything? They're brown. <laughs> he also befriends uh, crack. He befriends heroin addict suit. What the hell does that mean? Some of his best friends are heroin addicts. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> he can't be racist. Right. He works in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, my God. You ain't going to see Trump over there. Yeah, mm. I guess. All right. Uh, Jennifer Walters, Seahawks, and man, MAGA, not MAGA. This is kind of she's a isn't she a lawyer now too? Or yeah, was a lawyer, a defense or attorney, a defense. So attorney. she, so she got money. She don't mm. seem like a MAGA to me, but she a lawyer. I'm gonna go MAGA with her too. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. Uh, I, I can't see it. She making Brother money now. Nah, she MAGA. Yeah, I tend to say MAGA. Like yeah. when he need when he needs the green vote, he rolls her out, and she can talk about like. <laughs> I think um, she, I think she practices in Cali, so she she's non-mega. Well, I mean, she is a defense attorney, so she's probably not pro-law enforcement as much. Well, she seems still, liberal, I'll say that, but I, yeah, I don't know. still, it, it, it it's probably part really of the Green the Party, line. so that's liberal. Yeah, it's yeah. probably on the line. It's very yeah. cool. all right. So, a hundred-year-old Steve Rogers. Uh, slightly wearing a freaking hat, a MAGA hat there in here. This, I think we determined that this version of Steve Rogers is definitely MAGA, correct? Correct. He's already 150 years old or whatever. Yeah, right. he, he got no choice. 
There's yeah. no way he's kneeling for the national anthem, so. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Freedom. Yeah. I fought for your freedom. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, so it's weird, though, because they're like, yeah, what about him? He, at this point, he's no use to us at all. There's no way that they're going to let Cap. I, I mean, I haven't read through this. There's no way that Cap doesn't become some version of whatever in there. There's no way that they write him off. I, I just can't that, believe that or whatever. Um, mm. So, yeah, that that's just weird. Yeah, I just saw that. And I was like, well, we got to do something with these little freaking reveals. So might as well just go through it. So we get this wide shot of all the heroes, and I'm like, this is a really tiny room um, to have all these people in here like that. And who's that with the gun looking out the window trying to do his best Malcolm X hutch? He's like, by any means necessary. That, ain't that Winter Soldier or something, maybe? Oh. We were trying to – I couldn't figure it out. I was trying to – because there's, there's three of them this week, and there was two before. So it's definitely <laughs> Mark Spector and Danny Rand. I don't know who their friend is. Danny Rand's got that other jumpsuit on. Yeah, he's got the, the yellow stripe. Has the double, um, the double holster thing. So I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who that is. Yeah, well, uh, Emma Scooby Doo explains the plot uh, about what they need to do. Essentially, we need to, you know, find, um, find Xavier. Find the gatekeeper. Yeah, find Xavier in this thing with Magneto, blah, 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 blah. And then we go through this whole bit with um, uh, Hawkeye about, you know, he's still, you know, not down with the mutants or whatever. This version of Clint Barton, MAGA or not MAGA? MAGA is oh, hell. God. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just, by, <laughs> just by the way he acts, he's a, yeah, he's, a mascot for MAGA. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I find this shot like a real. That's a great shot of like all the heroes in there, other than the fact that they're on top of one another. Um, but I, again, we get into this thing where you have all these silent heroes of which you don't really know who they are or why you would know. Like, uh, who, who's the blonde lady? That's Jessica Drew, right? No, Black Cat and Felicia Hardy. Yeah, Felicia Hardy. Like she's the been Black in like Cat. several panels, but it hasn't uttered a word of dialogue. So we don't I, need I, her to. Why? I don't know. Why is she even in there? Of all the... That's what I said all, earlier. All the F-list characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, White Tiger's gone now. Yeah, and she didn't... Yeah, she just forgot to draw her in. I don't think there was anything else. Mm. <laughs> she had to go out and get cokes. Um, She-Hawk's uh, leggings are <laughs> interesting, or her yeah. outfit. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Come back to a conversation like that when we get to the last panel on this book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I, I like Doctor Strange. He's deep in thought as well. You know? I think he's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't wait for the Illuminati to get back together. No, <laughs> uh, but hey, man, look, it's been a comic book, and we're going to get a comics fight. Comics fight. It's Wolverine's <laughs> terrible group, essentially, uh, that shows up to fight. Um, so we get from left to right on your radio dial, Toad, Mystique, Nightcrawler, fighting cops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, think about it like this. I'm taking out Mystique's ability to shapeshift. Uh, what? Typical strength, typical strength. Uh, what? Who's the black-haired lady? Is that Viper? Jessica Drew. Jessica, Jessica Drew, Drew. That's Drew right, Drew. yeah. 
if good, maybe good strength, probably typical as well. And then probably Rose, excellent. Probably, yeah, I would say excellent. Yeah, I say excellent. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a, yeah. And then what, Rogue's probably incredible. Yeah, I think so. He's amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Amazing. I think he's right because um, um, what's her to name? To the interwebs. Um, what's well, her name? Had amazing Col- strength. Yeah, Colossus was monstrous. I think she was. I think she was amazing. Yeah, okay. she was yeah. amazing at the beginning. Yeah, well, she, she took Miss Marvel's powers. Yeah, we get a comic book fight for the first time in a couple of issues here, and they break into whoever's apartment they see and start to fight and destroy stuff or whatever. Um, I have a note. Um, Toad is getting <laughs> off on Luke Cage. Really? Yes. yes. This is where we are. Yes. It's ridiculous. Really? Luke they, Cage. They got a surprise combat round, but they wasted it talking. Man. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 and no. Okay, that 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 just I'm like, come on, what universe? Yeah, I was told exactly. you to drop on anybody. By the way, exactly. Like, come on. I mean, why did they even make him part of the team or whatever? But anyway, oh yeah, wow. they, they have the fight. Everything's going down. I I did have a note here that this is like um, Mystique's family here. You know, yeah. Like, Rogue and Nightcrawler, whatever uh, you know, it's like her, her kind of you know, her brood. Yeah, ex- except for Destiny, that's the only one missing. Yeah, Saber two. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the yeah. fight's going on, and then somewhere in this fight or whatever, Rogue, you know, gets the drop on uh, Layla, Layla, and they wind up touching his skin. She's like Cody, <laughs> um, and then he winds up unplugging all these people from the Matrix as well. Um, as everybody gets, you know, completely unplugged and on uh, his team or whatever. I mean, y'all help me out here. I mean, where are you at in the thought process of this book, Brother Beavis? Uh, so uh, at this point, it's just like, I mean, I guess I'm glad that it's um, accelerating. But, you know, with book five, you got to rush basically because <laughs> you kind of limp through the first half of it. Yeah, I think the, the pacing could have been better. The storytelling could have been tighter. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm usually a sucker for like this Elseworlds kind of stuff, but they do so little with it. I think we talked about this earlier. Like, if if they had given you more of like what you know what these people were losing in this world, uh, a little bit more focus on each one of these people in the story, as opposed to just like a flashback of stuff we already knew. Like, okay, it's a cool splash page with Spider Man and all this stuff, but it's like, okay, I, but I knew that, so. I, yeah, I think it it could have been a lot better, but I mean that's always true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just seems a little bit like off in the sense that you know it's like, oh yeah, we haven't had a comic book fight um, in a couple of issues. Fight! Let's get this in. Hodge, what are you thinking about this book up to this point? Yeah, it's it's trying to get to its final conclusion, or it's so let's just get there. Let's get let's do our little Matrix thing, free everybody up, and let's get to the good stuff, mm-hmm. whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Sammy? Yeah, basically what they said, round up the heroes, it's time to go to the final resolution slash yeah. whatever and finish off the book, you know, round up all the heroes again. Pretty standard. Yeah, get to the big boss fight. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, Mystique, for whatever reason, is really mad that her and Wolverine used to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she smacks him across the face and um, like breaks her hand. Her, her rogue gallery of dudes that we think we know, 
I think Wolverine is probably the least of her problems. I think. Mm-hmm. Unless well, Adamantium went all the way around the area. But sure. I mean, we could also go to the fact that, I mean, I think it's now canon that uh, she is a friend of Ellen. And, um, like, that wouldn't have been a thing anyway. So, uh, well, yeah. She's a friend, of, but ain't she had, I mean, she, well, now she's a friend of Ellen. How, she's like 200 years old, too, now, right? What's her story now? Basically. Yeah. Uh, her shape shifting basically makes her immortal, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she got some She got some wrinkles on her tree. Well, I, I just don't, I mean, I mean, it's a different podcast or whatever. I, I kind of hate that character um, because they just never, I mean, they. She, she, has, she has no real meaning. She's not, she's directionless. Whenever they need someone to, I don't know, someone to do something, they pull out Mystique to mm-hmm. fuck shit up for well, no real reason other than, oh, well, I'm Mystique and I'm, I'm ooh, this is what I do. What, what, what the fuck? They always do this with her. Much I, mean, like I don't it, know what the, her deal is. I kind of like Mystique. Really? Not really. Like, I mean, she. I mean, she can be anybody. Uh, she can be a good person for a second. She can be a really bad person for a second. And see, yeah. that's the problem. And Shoot, that's the problem. Back, yeah. That goes add to a wrestling term, brother Beavis. They, she's her too many face and heel turns, man. Like you just don't know like what her intentions are, and you know every. It's just like freaking Emma Frost. Like I don't know yeah. if you're. I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, it just makes everybody look stupid because, oh, they yeah. fell for her again. Yeah. And I think the, the problem I have with her, I mean, she is, she definitely has cool powers and she usually has an agenda, but they put her in situations where, like, she's straight up fighting other, other heroes. And it's like, that's not her. And then we have the whole Jennifer Lawrence issue where they try to make his character <laughs> something that wasn't. Oh, now that's oh God. <laughs> Uh, now that part of it, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for nothing. Like, well, it's like she gets into these situations where she's like on the X Men team, and it was like Stain joining the Horsemen. It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah, like you know you're about to get jumped and turned on. <laughs> like, why? Right. What are you doing? Like, you know this is going to end bad, right? Like, how he's in the advanced, world? He's advancing the story. Thing? That's what he's yeah. doing. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. mighty. Just they couldn't get Wolverine time. a clean shirt at any point in this. No, <laughs> no, yeah. No, no. yeah. Well, you said a white beater. I mean, it's yeah. actually a shirt for a change. Well, he didn't, he didn't beat a lot of wives with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they Rogue beat is like she's not. Rogue's like she's not even human. What's up with this girl or whatever? Blah blah blah. That why is, is she? Why did she freak out like that? By the way, I didn't. I, that was kind yeah. of a, a question mark to me. I was like, why yeah. she act like that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we skipped the game, by the way. Um, Mystique, MAGA or not MAGA? Oh, shit. From the <laughs> South. He uh, probably votes on both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal ballots. Brother Beavis, MAGA or not MAGA? Mystique. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go not MAGA. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I say that. Other than usually, if she's affiliated with the government, I don't know. Maybe this is it. She's. I was going to say usually she's affiliated to the government. She's up to some kind of no good. But maybe yeah. that means she's MAGA. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she is the swamp. 
She is the swamp. Uh, Nightcrawler, MAGA or no MAGA? Super religious dude there. Oh, yeah, but he's a person of color, too, so there's only an yeah, 8% yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Difficult. Yeah. He's been persecuted all his life. Yeah. Mm. Made fun of. Yeah, he can, they ain't going to accept him on the, on the MAGA side. Right, right. <laughs> Fuck that for Walker. Oh, man. Uh, 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 Nightcrawler MAGA, dude. No doubt about it. Oh, my gosh. Nightcrawler MAGA. I don't see that. Oh, MAGA Leechpin. All right. Um, he speaks German. Well, he is. He's MAGA. like a demon, though. He's, he's German. He's MAGA. So, all right. Rogue Mississippi. MAGA as hell. Not Maga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no chance. Maggie is healthy. Sorry, it's just no chance. Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, so as the book wraps up, uh, Clint Martin uh, Hawkeye has left the group. You know, whatever he's gone to. Yay! Eat. Yay! And then you know we get to this scene like, hey, we're gonna have to go to freaking uh, Genosha, and you know win the whole fucking thing, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> major League. Well, you know what we got to do then. Uh, so uh, they go there and they cut to Genosha. You get all this, you know, this um, wide shot or whatever of the kingdom. And then you get to see, and we were talking about outfits before. Uh, look at Lorna Dane's outfit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like how he like stutters. He's like, hey, uh, Lo- oh, Lorna, shit. What's <laughs> <laughs> his out? <laughs> He's like, oh, about a character who has done well, nothing for 40, 50 years, yeah. but you know, yeah. have green hair and wear different outfits. Well, currently, he he is her father, currently. Yeah, currently. Okay. Yeah, well, you are the father. Yeah, well. He probably saw her in that outfit, and he was probably like, well, yeah, am I? <laughs> <laughs> we need more. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, let, let's talk about this. Uh, my daughter was or is currently watching that freaking, uh, what was that show called? Wolverine. No, no uh, the, uh, the live-action X-Men show that they had a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Gifted. That girl in there is Lorna Dane, I think, right? Uh, yes. there. So I was just like, oh, okay. You know, but you're right. She hasn't, I mean, I mean, I, there's no good Lorna Dane story, I don't think, that I can think of. Uh, she's just somebody when, that... I'm trying to think. Uh, I liked her in, in the X-Factor run. I, I thought she was a good addition to that, and, and they told some good stories there, but beyond that. Yeah. She had a brief run with, with um, Zayla Dane and uh, oh, yeah. when they were in um, Savage Land. And, Malice. Uh, Malice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that's the only thing I can remember, though, uh, yeah. of any substance. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a weird character that they married her, not pun, no pun intended, I guess, to her father's powers. And so she, you know, just becomes just the female version of him but the one that nobody cares about because they haven't given her anything to do because they can only focus on his other two children, you know? <laughs> yeah, we know. Well, actually, don't he got... Uh, we'll talk about Zorns and all this other crap one of these days. But, uh, yeah. I still don't understand that. But before that, yeah. but before that, 
Eric Leshner, MAGA or not MAGA? <laughs> uh, he is, but that's that's all. Well, I'm going he's to old. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a terrorist, though. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's white, though, so that doesn't really count. He's, he's a, not a terrorist. He's, he's, he's a, a, a domestic maggot. disturber. Yeah. Gets he gets a different adjective. Non-Magnifa. Magneto, Magneto, Maggie as hell. What you talking about? Uh, Eric Lynch, His attitude is all, is all MAGA, but yeah. That dude is MAGA as hell. <laughs> so him, we, him we basically a, glossed yeah. the entire Marvel Universe as MAGA tonight. And? <laughs> <laughs> and? Oh, yes. Fighting yeah. fight for the rights against yes. the... Yeah. So, Larry... The, the book ends on essentially, you know, he's got this big party coming. Doctor Doom is coming. I don't know. If, uh, Doctor Doom definitely MAGA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't vote. He wants I mean, to do sir. I mean, he is the MAGA. Uh, so it's just Latveria. Mal- Nobody votes in his country. Yeah. So. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, they have some sort of party or something that's going on where all, I guess, important leaders are headed over to Genosha or whatnot. And, you know, you can kind of tell that Magneto is disturbed by this particular situation. And, um, you know, yeah, he's trying to come visits. get or take yeah. him He comes and goes and visits his friend's grave and it says, you know, Xavier's Memorial Garden or whatever. Here lies whatever. And, you know, that's the end of issue five. I mean, and the pacing, as Brother Peter said, it's just, you know, we're just kind of rushing to the end here. You know, you're going to get to issue six, and you know issue – I know issue seven or eight, even though I haven't read ahead, it's probably going to be all – so, <laughs> um, in the last issue. And so, you know, you really only have two more issues to kind of tell this story, how whatever happened, and then how you're going to resolve it in the last three books. You know, I mean, again, not – a terrible thing or whatever, and not a terrible book, but just, you know, kind of a means to an end, you know. What say you, saying, man, as we got to the end there? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically what we just said before, um, they're trying to wrap it up and get to the big fight at the end, which that's just disappointing to me because I was, I said this before, but I was looking forward to see, saying what Magneto would be as this ruler over um, uh, basically the Earth. Uh, now that he has everything he wanted, and they're they're in the book the least, the ones I was looking for the most, you know, the, and yeah, it was a wasted opportunity in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I I read an internet rumor, brother Beavis, that there was a there might be a coming out of this Vision and Wanda Vision or whatever TV show that the, their introduction to the X Men might be some version of this. You know, where they, you know, see no more mutants them out and, you know, going, you know, down the, you know, she kind of loses her mind a little bit after what happened now, after uh, the events of the Infinity War and she no more mutants them out and then eventually brings them back. You know, that could be interesting. Well, it would make sense, like, if, if uh, you know, that the, the, whatever the last mutants that were left became the X-Men, you know, you could see that that would sort of cover up for the fact that shouldn't there be more of these people, but... Um, or that, and that could be the impetus for them actually kind of becoming known, whereas maybe they weren't before. So that could definitely work. Um, but I don't know. I, I'd be surprised if they pull off something that makes that much sense. <laughs> I suspect at some point they're just going to say, 
hey, these are the X-Men. Shut the fuck up. You know, there's like, <laughs> I don't know your explanation. Y'all wanted this movie? Shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> Stop playing yeah. around with us. I, yeah. In my uh, vision, I see them going back to that big, gigantic Thanos fight where in, in Wakanda, and we're going to see those silhouettes of people. They'll be the X-Men, and they'll, they'll just kind of wrap them into that. Mm. No, I, I, well, I think we've said this since, or I've said it or whatever. I, I, I definitely think that their their movie tie-in is going to be tied to Krakoa. Um, like, I think that that's, like, they've been on Krakoa. There was no reason for them to come off of Krakoa. They were just perfectly happy being there and not being brought into the world. And then some sort of event is going to have to bring them out. Um, like, it just, that Krakoa just seems so, I don't know, it just seemed like such a weird thing that came out of nowhere, really, with this X-Men, that those X-Men books for House of X. It just seems very movie-like um, to me. Uh, I've all, I've, On an island, a living island, smoking, yeah. making weed, or making yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah, weed. So, you know. I mean, but you could introduce them that way. And like, hey, we got this, you know, we got this stuff to help you fret your brains or whatever. Not weed. But I, I don't know. But Hutch, what do you think of the book overall? It, it's a C. I will see more later. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's not in my collection. Let's say it like that. Yeah, that's terrible too. <laughs> All right. I mean, like I said, you know, we're halfway through the book. We'll we'll get our way through it. We're gonna get ourselves, you know, probably once we get to issue six ish or seven ish, to be thinking about, you know, what's our next series, you know, and that kind of had that in the back of my head for a little bit here because, again, this one has been so meh. And I'm hoping that it ends. And y'all have read it before. I have not read this. So I'm hoping that it ends better than the middle parts because it's been very kind of touch or go or touch and go here as it's gotten through the middle parts. So Uh, so that'll wrap up for tonight uh, for House of M, issue number five. You'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Again, you can watch us on the YouTube channel at Brothers Comics. Just search at Brothers Comics on YouTube. Uh, It should come up. You'll see a lot of the videos from these particular incidents. If you like football, there'll be football videos there. And if you've ever been to a Comic-Con or whatever, I've interviewed a whole bunch of people, and you might be able to see some stuff there. Speaking of which, I want to throw this out there to y'all, and I sent this out, I think, in the text chain the other day to kind of wrap up. Um, this idea of DC fandom, uh, they did ridiculous numbers in terms of people watching the videos and, and tuning in to whatever the hell that they did over there. Um, and somebody was like, oh, that might be the death knell to Comic-Cons. Um, you know, like, you do this shit virtually where people can go and see, you no know, crowds, you don't have to do any of that stuff. And, you know, like, that might be the wave of the future or whatever, post-COVID even that people will just be like, hey, you know what? I can go, you know, watch these videos. I don't have to go there. I don't have to line up in house, you know, uh, Hall H, Hutch, and I don't have to, you know, spend a gazillion dollars or whatever. I'm sure there'll be some sort of pay component if you want to see that particular thing. But, you know, it probably doesn't, be- you know, become a $2,000 thing to go to San Diego and you can watch this thing. $2,000. Um, <laughs> there, there, people want to, when this is not the end of Comic Cons, Comic Cons are too big. 
They're too whatever. They're too tied into the people. People want to see these folks. People want to get autographs. The people at Comic when Comic Con comes back, hopefully in 2021, there's going to be a whole lot of folks there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are going to be chomping at the bit to get out. Right. Yeah, right. being stuck inside this long, so they, it'll still exist. Yeah, but I understand. People what, saved up three thousand yeah. bucks this year. It'll have six thousand bucks next year. Yeah, I also would say that, like, even if you think that the audience uh, would prefer to do it this way, the people that put it on do not. Um, they they want to have an actual event. The cities that host it want to have an actual event because mm-hmm. Comic Con isn't getting all of that. Three to six thousand dollars, you know, the whole community and there's too much money involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where you go. There's a big, yeah. gigantic football stadium there that's empty now, <laughs> so they need to work off of that. Yeah, I mean, I right. think you know, probably the only people, person, people that are like, hey, let's do it this way is probably the talent. To be honest with you, yeah, because they don't have to go out, they don't have to go at him people they don't have to do any of that stuff and they can just go talk you know and have a completely controlled environment where they don't have to you know interact with any of the plebeians um but <laughs> yes yeah, so. uh oh you say that and i think for the most part you're probably right but then i think we all saw that cumberbatch dude walking to the damn comic book store in costume and freak yeah. them dudes out yeah. they like they like doing <laughs> shit like that yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just, they like doing shit like that. If yeah. that if that character likes doing it, I mean, old boy from uh, uh, Breaking Bad, he loves going into places, you know, doing shit like that. They love they love the fans. They don't want their you know want to get whatever and pick and kiss by dudes, but they love them. all the other stuff. Yeah, so, I. I I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, I just think probably the overwhelming majority. I mean, y'all been to cons or whatever. I mean, you, you can rank it from the lower level talent artist dudes who won't even look up from their sketchbook, like while they're sitting at their booth, you know, all the way to you know the high end dudes that are just like, look, just get me the hell out of here. You know, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna say all my keys catchphrases, and then I'm gonna walk out that back door, and I'm never gonna see you nerds again. So. Um, I mean, Stanley could we? He needs to be at these, on a camera doing these things controlled. But he, but he would be out there every year doing these things. He loved it. I think most of these characters love it, and they and they get paid to be there. And you end up buying. I wouldn't buy buy shit at Comic Con because I wasn't there. If I was there, <laughs> I'd have bought something. So that's, that's, that's how I just, it works. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Like, I mean, I, I think that's probably like enough. That DC fandom event probably was like, whoa, you know, we can do this type of thing in one particular spot or whatever. I'm sure it, we'll definitely get some copycat killers is basically what I'm saying. Um, I think over the next couple of weeks or so or months. Yeah, right now, right now, if you put on a live football game, people would watch it because people yeah. need something. Oh to look yeah, at. yeah. People would watch a Bengal football game. That's how. Hey, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Slow down. That's, that's oh, right there. Yeah. Slow down. All right. 
So anyway, so that looks like to wrap us up as uh, the X-Men animated music starts to play us out on the audio end. I am the producer of this podcast, and I'm signing off. Sam, then, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. As always, stay safe. We'll be back next episode. For sure. Brother Beavis, sign off. All right. Let's see you guys next time. See if I can get out of Westchester for next time. (laughs) (laughs) Charles Xavier, definitely Magnum. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and sign off. Um, yeah, have you seen dudes in robes? You can just ruin. (laughs) (laughs) Chatuli or whatever it is. We'll see everybody outside. Lulu! Whatever. Peace.